Hello everyone and welcome to this first episode in 2017 of Beast Pods. Uh, my name is Ian Bottrell and I'd just like to start by apologising for the lack of recent shows on the channel. Uh, we've had a few technical audio issues as well as trying to get everyone in the same room at the same time. It's been a bit more of a challenge than as usual, uh, but we're back and we're really excited about the new season. Today's episode's a short one uh, for another technical issue. Unfortunately, we lost the first bit of the podcast, but we've got a really good 12-minute section here uh, with a special guest talking about Barnett's fortunes, futures and our potential dreams for the season ahead. We really hope you enjoy the show and as ever get in touch on Twitter or online to let us know your feedback. Thanks a lot and enjoy. But what's your current view on, on the management? Do you think that we should let Rossi and Henry keep going through it or would you like to see an experienced manager come in or what's your views on that? I, I, I think it's, a, it's, it's an interesting question. I, I think right now I would be more than happy to see Rossi continue for the rest of this season. Um, you talk to Barnet fans and, 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 and about their aspirations this season. Personally, around the playoffs, if we could get into the playoffs, being fantastic, that's where we are. I, I see no reason actually not to give Rossi and Henry the opportunity to go through to the end of the season. Um, and obviously, in terms of the chairman and discussions he's having with people that maybe you know, will want some uh, a slightly more definitive position than that. That's fair enough. But as a fan, I would let Rossi and Henry carry on because I think the smiles back on the face of a lot of Barnet fans. Um, I think we're in a fantastic bed. I think I think it's interesting. We came down to this game recognising that Doncaster were top of the league, a very good side, and it was almost a game. It, it, it was a no-loss game for us in respect of that. As long as we competed, um, if we lost today. Um, I think we'd come out of it learning something significant, and I think we have, and I think it will be for Rossi and the players involved. Um, and we're in a very, very strong position, stronger than I anticipated, if I was being honest, um, back in clearly September, October. I, there was, I tweeted just before the game when I saw the lineup, and I, and I, and I, I made the comment um, that I was really nice to see Barnett try and go toe-to-toe with Doncaster because the one thing I had about Martin Allen which was just to frustrate me was I felt that sometimes he was a, he didn't really had the true belief that he was going to beat some of these big clubs and that whole long throw business with Muggleton I, I feel came about from his almost like he was going lowest common denominator kind of yeah. football you know that's all we can do. That's all we're about. That's yeah. all we can do against these big sides. Yeah. And it was interesting that, 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 that Ferguson um, commented in, in his in his pre-match interview saying about the long throw and that he noticed that we're not using the long throw as much. So, and that's what we did. That we scared the life out of him up there. In. But what I loved about it was the confidence and the, the, the lack of fear to go, you know what? We're gonna go. We're gonna go toe to toe with you, and we're gonna we're gonna have yeah. a go at you. Yeah, we're not, we're not, you know, we're gonna twink. We'll, te- we'll tweak our team, but we're still not going to go down to the lowest common denominator and we're going to just try and out-football you. Yeah, we lost, but we weren't disgraced. Um, but I would give it to them until the end of the season. I think that... I think the wor- between now and the end of the season, there will be some tough week. There will be some tough uh, rows of f- uh, fixtures. And it's up to them to show that they can actually find a solution within where, we, where things aren't as, aren't as easy um, or aren't, you know, they're struggling a little bit. And if they show that, then why not give them a contract beyond the summer? Yeah, it's, it's a really good position to be in because a lot of people, and myself included, were a bit nervous when Martin Allen left. And I thought, well, he's clearly limited as a manager in some ways, mm. but he's very good at keeping sides up and making sure they're competitive and, and have got a good work ethic, etc. Um, 
but to be in a position where we were looking upwards as opposed to sort of worrying, which I thought we would be about staying, you know, staying up uh, as we normally are in this league, uh, is really, really positive. Um, and Richard, while, we, while we've got you on here, I mean, we talked about the playing side. What, what's your view on how the club is progressing on a sort of a longer scale? We've, you know, we've had a lot of fans, the away fans in the big stand behind the goal, at the Hive, we're sitting in the Graxioli bar right now. What, what are your views on how the club's doing on a really a longer term period? I, th- I, I, I think the clubs in, um, I've, I've been, I was brought down to this football club and uh, you can work out my age by saying that I was brought down to Underhill in the 60s by my father. So, um, and, and watching this football club and go through the traumas of kind of trying to relocate and fun, I think we're in a very, very strong position. And I think for all of us, uh, it's never ever easy, is it? We all know as football fans moving to a new club, I'll suppose I'm off to various clubs, but I think we're in a very, very strong position. And I think actually just going back to last week, that fantastic um, victory at Orient and the support we had at Orient and those seven or 800 fans, um, I, 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 I genuinely think we're in a very strong position. I think there are things that we need to um, ensure that we get right about um, keeping fans together. Um, but I, I, I think we're in a strong position. And, and Mem, with that in mind, what, what do you think is a realistic ambition then for Barnet uh, in the next three or four years, um, bearing in mind the progress off the pitch? I mean, where would you like to see us in say, you know, 2020. I'd like to see it's in Division One. The League One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old Division One. No, no, League One. League One. I'd like, no, I'd like to see. I'd like to see. I'd like to see in in League One. I think. I genuinely think that um, the the way things are going and the players that are coming through the system. I mean, look, a good example. I mean, we went to Crawley away at the end of last season. Did you, I don't know if you went to that, yeah, Richard. Yeah. 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 And we had yeah. that guy, 17-year-old kid, Tom yeah. Data, right back. Yeah. It, another quality player coming yeah. through. We've got uh, Wesley Fongoot. We've got Shomerton. Yeah. We've got, um, we've got Amalusa. Like, all these young players are coming through, and they can't even get into this, you know, but they're good players. And so when you look at that, yeah. and today we didn't even have Dembele in the squad. Yeah. Well, I, I, th- I, th- I think that's the other thing, because as we see players coming back, and you look at someone like Pearson, and I think we had a, maybe had a conversation earlier where you say Pearson might not automatically walk back into that side. And that's the and, and that, how strong we and are. And that's, that's, that says something. Because Pearson is clearly a quality player that will come back to that Barnet side. So, yeah, I think on the pitch, we're in an incredibly good position. These players are 18 and 19, some of these guys. Kiai is, eight, what, 19 last yeah. week? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that kid plays with no fear. And, and I look at that and I think Mauro is, what, 22, 23? And now he's establishing himself, and I think that Mauro could be here for a few years. And if we, and a, and it's like, like you said, what 2020? That these some of these players are coming into like 20, uh, still only be 22, 23. If we can keep this group together, plus add, we're gonna have to replace Nelson at some point. But um, you know, because he's only, he, he can't go on forever. But if you can, if we can just keep keep some nice, experienced players around them. And I'll tell you what, one player as well, and actually I really want to raise this, really raise him, because I know we've been on this podcast sometimes, we can be a little bit critical of, of Curtis Weston, but today, I, I, the last few days, he's been quality and he's been a real leader. He's been a real, real leader. You just, he's, taking, it's, he's really taking responsibility on the pitch and you can see him dictate, you know, controlling players. But what he's been doing, I've noticed, is game has stepped up another level. I mean, I, I am Curtis's number one fan. I, I, I really think he is a very underrated player and I think 
he adds a physical dimension to his game, which a lot. He's, he's a more physical player, but he's such an engine in the midfield. And even the sort of the 80th minute today, Sonny at Orient last week, the amount of second balls he wins for the side is phenomenal. I have never understood why people don't. I mean, clearly he's not he's not a number 10. He's not a kind of creative player. Okay, he knocks a few balls around the corner without looking. But he's seriously a strong, strong, strong player at this level when he's got players around him. Well, the thing is that before he came along, when he was at Gillingham, I was a massive fan of Curtis West. Nice to see him and play it again. Nice to think I'd really like to have a Curtis West in. And then he came in, he had a real slow start here. But I tell you what, my, I think probably, and then thinking back, I think one of the biggest issues that probably happened was is that he's... The, the Martin Allen game was so based on second balls that I think that what happened was is that Mar that Curtis can actually play and actually the ball needs to come. Uh, he can go. The ball can go through him, which is why I've always said that I thought his best spell at Barnet was when when he was playing holding midfield under, Dav under Davids and the ball was coming through him. But I think the key to it was is he was playing on the periphery a lot with Allen because it was always just trying to work out where that ball's going to land because um, the midfield was being bypassed all the time. So I think now we're seeing the ball coming through midfield. And actually, Curtis has really, like, stepped up his game. I've, I've the, the last two home games I've seen him have been the two best performances I've seen in probably 18 months. But it's, you know, it's really positive to see that. And just finally then, looking forwards, um, Richard, for the rest of this season, we've got a new management team, a lot of young players coming through. Some of the experienced pros like uh, Nelson and Weston are really stepping up at the moment. Realistically speaking, on the pitch, what would be uh, a good enough performance from you to get to see sort of Rossi and Henry take this side forwards? What would be what target would you set them if you were TK uh, to say, right, guys, if you achieve this, you have the job in the playoffs. Playoffs out, so out, out, out the playoffs, you, you change in it the up. playoffs in the playoffs. I, and, and 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 I've got to be careful here because um, be consistent in terms of what I've said to Barnet fans. My personal aspiration was to be using kind of lazy language. Just messing around the playoffs. I, I actually think this this current side, we can get into the playoffs. Now, would I say that if Rossi doesn't get us into the playoffs, it's been a bad season? No, I wouldn't. Of course not. Um, I always start with don't get relegated, boys. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a part of that. But we know. But but if, if we look at it incrementally, um, I, I wanted us to be influencing the playoffs, and we're clearly going to do that. And I, well, I believe we're going to do that. Um, and I think yes, Playoff, playoffs. Playoffs, playoffs is not beyond us. I don't. I don't believe the playoffs is beyond us. Man. Well, it's interesting, oh. right? Because um, the Rossi and Henry teams, do they either win or they lose. And I think the thing is, actually, as long as you win more games than you lose, um, and you get average two points a game, you're getting the playoffs. Yep. Um, none of this drawing nonsense. It's like you yeah, know, yeah. win. Or we, yeah. we win three, lose two. If we carry on like that, win three, lose two, the whole rest of the season, I think that will actually get us um, in around the playoffs. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree totally, and I and I think I, there, there, there's I think because the hive still is relatively new, and I think what we're seeing on the pitch and off the pitch, and we're kind of gelling this together. I think whatever happens this season, we are in a very, very strong position as a football club, on and off the pitch, and 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 and, and whatever happens, whether the chairman continues with Rossi or bring somebody in, I think. Barney Football Club are looking very, very positive. And next season, um, we I, I will be saying my aspiration is actually maybe automatic or maybe I'll get carried <laughs> away. Maybe I'll get carried away. I think our right for position is probably in around the play playoffs. playoffs. If we can get in around the playoffs each season, I'd be happy with that. And and actually, whatever happens, whatever happens with, with the management role, Rossi and Henry must stay at this club. Absolutely. The job Absolutely. they've done. The job Without they've done with, doubt. 
with they've done with them players, them young players. That's super. It's, it's been amazing. I mean, it's been really um, interesting to read the programme, the interviews with both of them over the last uh, two weeks. I don't know if you've seen it. I mean, absolutely. And just to see, I think it's 18 players they've brought through into the first team debut. I mean, that is something that is almost unprecedented, particularly at a club that's doing, that's been going, moving up. It hasn't been sort of, you know, we haven't been stagnating. So we haven't been under any sort of financial pressure to bring in loads and loads of youth players. These are 18 players who have come into the side. Some of them have been sold on to Wolves, like uh, Odd Offense. Some of them are, are still with us. So it's a really positive sign. Um, which is nice for once because it's been a long time since we've been this positive. There's a smile on everybody's face. You, you look around, you look on the forums, you look on the Facebook. People can't complain at the moment. They're, they're happy. I think, I think that's it. There's a smile back on the Barney Football Club's face. And, um, and yeah, long may it continue. And, uh, yeah, as I say today, um, I think one of the best sides I've seen. They play great football, Doncaster. As you said, I mean, we weren't outplayed today. We weren't disgraced. Um, we learned a lot from it and uh, onwards and upwards. Well, that's a really positive note on which to end. Um, Richard, thanks very much for, for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. And, uh, Mem, uh, I'll see you again soon, but <laughs> thanks see for joining us as well. See you soon. Thanks, Cheers, guys. guys. Cheers. Thank you. Well, that's a wrap for the first podcast of 2017. Once again, I apologise for the lack of shows and some of the audio issues in that pod, but we're really excited to be back and hopefully we'll have a lot more shows coming up for you in the future. As ever, if you have any ideas or suggestions or people you think we could get onside the show, please let us know online via our Twitter page or on SoundCloud and we'll do our best. Thanks a lot and come on you bees.